Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Thousands of people were convicted of practising witchcraft in Scotland in a hunt that spanned nearly two centuries. And the majority of those sentenced to death and executed were women. Surprise, surprise. Many were also tortured. Now, a bill proposed in the Scottish Parliament is trying to set the record straight, said Natalie Don, a Scottish lawmaker who introduced the proposal. Zoe Venditosi is from Witches of Scotland and joins me on the line now. Good afternoon, Zoe. Hi there. Thanks so much for having me on. An absolute pleasure. Thank you for joining us. Can you tell us how this all started? I mean, why were these women prosecuted in the first place? They were, they were prosecuted for a variety of reasons. The main reason, though, was that Scotland was going through a really big flux in their religious settings. So people were very much trying to prove that they were more godly than other people. And at this time, they weren't very different to us, but their belief system really meant that they very much believed in the, in the reality of the devil stalking the earth and causing trouble for the godly. So at the time, they really did think that women who they viewed as being weaker vessels were being basically attacked by the devil and the devil was then getting them to do his bidding on earth. And why do you think it was women specifically? There was a notion, and I know we'll find this very hard to believe in the modern day, at one point that women were lesser than men. And they did think that women were basically morally inferior to men. They were described as being the lock and the key for the devil to get through. And this was being pushed by, at certain points, King James I and VI, who literally wrote a book called Demonology that was How to Spot a Witch, where he felt that women were at great risk and were often sort of willing participants with the devil. Yeah, I mean, it's it's honestly almost impossible to believe that this actually happened. And here we are now today and these women, poor, unfortunate women who were also tortured, haven't been pardoned. No, they haven't. And unfortunately, and this is, this is really very sad to report, it's still a current issue in certain countries in the world. So we have colleagues that are working in various countries in Africa where there are some people and they tend to be older women sometimes children are accused of basically what happened in Scotland. It's the same thing. And there it's mob justice sometimes. So it's still a current issue because when humans can't find an answer to when something goes wrong, they like to blame somebody. And we see it being echoed again and again through history. Yeah. Can I just ask you, Zoe, why does it mean so much to you? Why did you take up this campaign? I'll be honest with you. I didn't know anything about it at all until I met my co-campaigner, Claire Mitchell QC. Now, she started the campaign and brought me on board because we both had an interest in creating a podcast, which we did, which was about educating and telling people about what happened. But I grew up in Scotland and knew nothing at all about the background. I'm a high school English teacher, so I've taught Macbeth several times, but that really was the limit of my knowledge about Scots and and the witches. So when it came to me to Claire, when we started to look into this and started to research and listen to experts, that over 4,000 people were accused well, about at least 2,500 people were executed and 85% of them were women, it became very clear to me that this was a huge miscarriage of justice and it was something that needed to be brought out into light and talked about. And it would be a very easy thing to do to pardon them. Is, is there resistance or has it been easy there, to make this happen? It would be very easy because there are two quite recent things. In fact, one of them happened just a couple of weeks ago where those people that were um, that were charged and found guilty of offences during the, the minor strikes were pardoned. And then some, some years ago, the same thing was done for people that had been found guilty of same-sex 
crimes, essentially, sort of for homosexuality. So there is a precedent there that's for it. It wouldn't be much to basically just kind of rewrite that legislation and to bring it in. There's no financial cost for it. Obviously, there are some people who are against it, but these tend to be men of a certain age and a, and a certain sort of outlook that think it's silly and then would make jokes about, you know, about our first minister, who's, of course, a female Nicola Sturgeon, being a witch, and, of course, she's interested in that. So it tends to be a very small little negative area, but it's often because it's seen as being a humorous thing. But I think once you look at the statistics of what was involved and who was involved, it really isn't a joking matter. No, I, I guess it isn't. And I presume that some people can actually trace their heritage, can they, back to these people? I mean, are there families who know that within their family there was somebody who was you deemed might, to be a witch? Well, you might be able to kind of have a good guess at it. There are good, some, some good resources that say people's names in the areas and dates. The only problem is because a lot of people weren't literate, the records are a little bit patchy and you can't necessarily prove that you know, Janet McLean that was killed in, in this particular year, in this particular parish, is actually related to you now. You might have a sense that your family name was McLean and you're from that area, but it would be almost impossible to prove definitively because the records are a bit patchy. It's different to in America because in America, sort of where we're talking about Salem and so on, they had much better records because it was a new country and they were documenting everything that went. So you'll find lots of Americans that can say to you, oh, I am I'm linked back to that and they can prove it but it's, it's really not so much the case in Scotland. You can have a good guess, though, and certainly there will be people that that will have affected them down through the generations, because if you imagine your mother or your grandmother was, was executed for being a witch, you'd then be ostracised by your community, you might not have worked, you might have fallen out of work and then become very poor, and it's then very hard to get back out of poverty again. So we argue that it's had an echoed effect down through the generations in Scotland, even if we don't know consciously necessarily we're direct links to them. Exactly who they were. And also people believe that just in terms of the ancestors, it's important to clear that energy, isn't it? It's, it's, a very, it's, such, a, it's such an awful thing. It's such an awful legacy. Like what was life yeah. like for these women back then? I think life was very hard generally for people. You know, people were quite poor. We obviously don't have a fantastic climate for growing things. So if crops failed, people got into dire streets. So life was hard. The church was very, very strict. Um, the, you know, life had to be lived a very particular way. And if it didn't, you'd fall foul of the church and of your community because people were really keeping an eye on each other. So, so, I think so life, life was, was already brutal. But what was the particular behaviour that would make somebody look at somebody and say, OK, this person is a witch? Like, Well, there were, there were two different types. There was one sort of type of accusation, which is very much, believing that somebody was in league with the devil and thinking that they were doing something. They were maybe odd or they maybe were practicing Catholicism secretly, which they weren't allowed to do at that point. They were doing something that made the Church of Scotland people think, oh, they're not doing what we're supposed to do. Or there were lots of cases where it was really a settling of village disputes or town disputes where one neighbor would follow it with another neighbor and then they would make an accusation for different reasons. But it could be something as mundane as you know, like somebody in your household fell ill and the day before you'd fallen out with a woman at the market. Oh, my God. Or a beggar came to your door and you didn't give them money or you didn't give them food. And then some, your cow would, you know, fall lame or something like that. And you think, oh, it was the woman that came to the door. She's cursed me. So it could be just things like that quite often. So something absolutely random. And the next yep. thing, somebody could accuse someone of being a witch. And the next thing, they were going to be tortured yeah. and executed. Exactly. That's what we keep saying is that they were just people, they were just women, and that it could be anything that they were accused for. So that everybody must have lived in a state of terror 
at particularly high times that you might be the next person to get accused and there was no defence. You couldn't defend yourself. Things would just rumble on and ultimately many, many people were killed. Okay, and can I just ask, what do you think it will mean to have this passed by the Scottish Parliament? I think it just means particularly that it's been taken seriously and that it's something in our past that we need to look at to make sure these sorts of things don't happen again. Now, do I think that they're going to drag women out and and strangle them and burn their bodies? No, but I do think that we do have a problem as humans on picking on people that are more vulnerable than us. And I think anything that we can do to make sure that we're more thoughtful is, is going to be helpful. And it also will signal to other countries where this is a live issue that it's not acceptable. We know that their campaigners can then use that to pressure governments to stamp it out in those areas too. Yeah, I think you're right. There's absolutely no doubt about it. We we pick on minorities, people who are different, mm-hmm. who stand out in some way. God knows there's been loads of arguments against transgender people and all kinds of minorities. So it does send a message, doesn't it, of this is not yeah. acceptable. I think so. I think very much so. And it makes us kind of think about, right, well, just take, take the time, be thoughtful, think about what went wrong in the past and try and sort of change our behaviour a little bit now to be a little kinder maybe and a little less quick to point the finger of blame. Kinder. We're all for kinder. It just works, doesn't it, across the board? Definitely. I think so. Okay. well, listen, the very best of luck with it, Zoe. Thank you for talking to me. Moncrief. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Weekdays at 2pm on News Talk.